The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, and we are both up multiple units after week one in the National Football League by we, I mean me, Ross Tucker, Former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, classic journeyman at Ross Tucker NFL on social media. All of the shows are at Ross Tucker Pod. And he, Steve Fezzik, at Fezzik Sports on Twitter and only at Fezzik Sports on Twitter, except absolutely no imposters. It could have been better, Steve, and we'll go over it. We are one of the few shows that actually shows you our work. We actually go over the next week how we did the week before so you can keep tabs on exactly how we're doing. We get graded by grades. Sean Grady from Australia sends them bright and early on a Tuesday morning to keep everything legitimate. We want to make sure you recognize how we win and or lose. So it was a good week one, Steve. Could have been better. I'm frustrated by a couple things, but I guess you got to take the good with the bad. Certainly. And the number one takeaway, as we always do, is emphasizing the importance of getting the very best of the number. I can tell you this. You can give me the best better in the world. Tell me what he played over the course of a week and give me that information 10 minutes before kickoff. Not very valuable if all those numbers have moved significantly. You know, I've noticed, Steve, I used to look at the bets earlier in the day before we would come on the show Even one of those I like has already changed, you know, to the point where we get right now. So, by the way, before we get into going over our bets from last week, I've never seen you so fired up on Twitter. I mean, at Fezzik Sports, you were going crazy. And as a reminder, if you guys ever take advantage of any of our sponsors, and I've got a couple of them today, AutoZone, Keeps, PickWise, PicksWise, if you take advantage of any of those, Send it to me, Ross, at RossTucker.com. You can ask Steve any specific question you'd like. It's actually very, very cool. Um, All right, let's get to, Steve, last night and why you were so fired up. 
Yeah, I've been preaching forever about the importance of owners to mandate to their coaches, look, you coach, and I'm going to give you a game management guy, and he's just going to tell you what to do, and you're going to do it. Because the coach is too busy with everything else he's doing. In the end game, last night, Monday Night Football, there were not one, not two, there were three egregious error calls in game management. Number one, Baltimore's up by three. There's 37 seconds left. A sharp eighth grader at that point, he watched the Atlanta-New England Super Bowl. He knows what the optimal strategy is. On a kickoff, you mortar kick it short to the 2-10 to yard line. This accomplishes two things. You're probably going to give the opposition worse field position. He's likely not going to make the 25, and it's going to run five seconds off the clock. Why don't teams do that all the time? Because your players are going to get killed, Ross, on special teams with the violent collisions. Save it for situations like that. Nope. Baltimore kicks it out of the end zone. That one decision cost Baltimore the game. But not to be outdone, Gruden and company make two horrendous decisions. They drive down the field. There's seven seconds left, Ross. The good coach in this situation, barely in field goal range, runs an out pattern, tries to pick up seven yards. The exceptional coach puts in the Hail Mary formation, pretends to do a Hail Mary, and completes the seven-yard out pattern. The bad coach trots out his field goal kicker and tries the long shot 55-yard field goal. They make it. They get away with it. But wait, there's more. Come overtime, basic strategy. If you get inside the 10-yard line on third down, kick the field goal just in case there's a bad snap. Coaches have taken this to a new level of extreme donkey level in terms of decision-making. It's a 44-yard field goal on second down. There's only four minutes left in the game. All the Raiders have to do is pretend to throw and run the ball twice. They'll pick up some yardage. It'll be a shorter field goal. Heck, they might even get a first down and be able to run the clock almost all the way out. Nope. Gruden calls a 44-yard field goal that his team isn't even ready to kick and they get a delay of game penalty. It's just egregiously bad at every level. No sharp person in any game situation would agree with any of those three calls and no one says anything about them. Yeah, I mean, the one I, – I think all of them you're right on. I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. But for Baltimore, I guess they're they, – you know, I guess you could argue they have faith in their defense and they're concerned about the kid returning it for a touchdown. But that time is valuable. And the percentage chance of the guy returning it, it's just not very good. There's not a lot of big re returns. And flip it around. If you bet the Raiders on the money line, you're like, please, God, kick it into the end zone. Give me the full 37 seconds. It's not even close when you think about it in terms of your Raider tickets. Nope, you're right. And then the Hail Mary, the seven-second thing ended regulation without question. And then the last thing um, uh, was interesting as well. It, it's it's good point, Steve. I, I just love when you get that fired up. I also love, Steve, when you and I have some success betting like we did in week one. Let's start with the Cowboys and the Bucks. I put one unit on the under 52. That got blown away. That was a terrible bet. You and I did a two-team teaser. Three units, Steve. We got the Bucks teased down from minus eight to minus two. And the Rams teased down minus seven and a half to minus one and a half. We pushed. We pushed because of the stupid bucks. 
winning by two points. That really irritated me, Steve. And it was all because of all the turnovers and penalties. You know, I'm going to say it was all because we released it Tuesday instead of Monday. Because on Monday, I gave this out to my clients. And at that point, the line was seven and a half. And you could tease it down to one and a half. And getting the best of the number, Ross, it is the difference between winning and losing. And of course, if you teased later in the week, you lost with the Bucks because it was eight and a half to nine. Tease it down to minus two and a half and you lose. Good point. Let's get to Steelers and the Bills. I put one unit uh, laying the six and a half with the Bills. Boy, that didn't go well. Uh, the Steelers dominated defensively. They got a punt return, a block punt touchdown. So I lost that one. You had two units, Steve, on the under 48 and a half, and that cashed very easily. Congrats to you. Yeah, Big Ben after the game says defense is going to have to carry the Steelers. When the quarterback says that, that is an under team. It's a really good point. Niners-Lions, uh, neither one of us had even a lean on that one. And the spread was seven and a half. Game ended at eight. Very close. Eagles, let's talk some positivity for me. They were getting three points. They won 32 to six. I had two units on the Eagles getting the three points. That was awesome. And then the Seahawks, they were laying two and a half on the road against the Colts. I am down on the Colts. The Seahawks showed why. Two more units for me there, Steve, laying the two and a half as the Seahawks won 28 to 16. We were on the same page there because you leaned to the Seahawks. DraftKings has updated season win numbers, Ross. Be sure to check those out. Um, the Colts currently seven and a half. DraftKings is making a statement there saying, you know what? Colts were 10 during the summer. That number was no good. It's a great point. Great point. All right. Jets, Panthers, we had nothing. Vikings, Bengals. I leaned to the Vikings uh, laying the three and a half. I'm glad I didn't play that. They lost by three. So we had no play there. Then we both leaned to the Titans. Man, I'm glad it was only a lean, Steve, and not a play. They got destroyed at home by the Cardinals, 38 to 13. Only one game, but I saw some concerning things there from the Titans. Yeah, Kyler Murray looked spectacular, and boy, Tennessee couldn't block anyone. We knew that defense was bad. Derrick Henry got 370 carries the last two years. I'm going to make a bold statement, Ross. He's not going to make it through the year. Yeah, well, the statistics are not very good for guys with as much tread on the tires as he has the last couple of years. Speaking of that, by the way, if you're looking for more stopping power from your brakes, go with Duralast Elite Brake Pads. You want some more power for a guy like Derrick Henry? They're available exclusively at AutoZone. That means only at AutoZone. You all know Duralast parts are proven tough. Duralast Elite is another level. Three times longer than a typical Duralast pad. That's how long they last especially if you find yourself in a lot of stop-and-go traffic, if you live in a city, or you're typically driving with heavier loads in your car, you want that. You need that hex pattern that keeps them performing longer. All in all, it means you'll have safer, smoother, quieter stops, 
Engines AutoZone has over 6,000 locations nationwide and more ways to shop online and in-store. You'll have no problem picking up a set when you need them most. The future of stopping starts with Duralast Elite Brake Pads only at AutoZone. Let's get to Chargers in Washington. It was one of our best bets. Uh, We had two best bets. We got a push on the teaser, and we lost on Washington. Were they laying? They were laying one, right? Washington was laying one. Close minus uh, two. What's that? Close minus two, Washington. Right. So we got the better of the number. And honestly, I mean, when the quarterback gets hurt, I say just throw out the whole thing. I mean, you can't do that, obviously. It's a losing bet for us. We only put one unit on it. But that game might have been very different if Fitzpatrick stayed in the game and didn't get hurt. Yeah, maybe. I was disappointed in Washington's front seven not dominating against the new O-line for the Chargers. So that was a surprise. Let's get to the Texans and the Jags. Texans have uh, were, were laying two and a half points. No, the Texans were getting two and a half points. I put a unit on them. And they came through for me. Uh, They won convincingly 37-21. So that was great. Steve, you and I both leaned to the Packers. Laying four. They lost 38-3. to So the question here is, how much do we react or not overreact to a result like that? Thankfully, it was just a lean. We didn't put any money on it. But how do we handle that moving forward? Well, I upgraded the Saints tremendously because I frankly had them low and I liked everything I saw from them. You know, the Packers have done this before. They've gotten run out in games in warm weather. So maybe you can make that as part of the excuse. But you have to wonder, Aaron Rodgers, all is not well. And some of his decisions almost look like, "Eh, I hate my company. I'm just going to throw this printer out the window or throw this football 50 yards downfield that has no chance to be anything but intercepted. Browns Chiefs, another one that came through for me. I put one unit on the Brownies getting the six and a half. They really choked that game away and lost it, but they covered the spread, which is what matters for us. So that is good. Um, You didn't have anything on that game. Patriots Dolphins, you leaned Patriots. They lost by one, two costly fumbles. Giants, Broncos, you leaned Giants. They look horrendous. Bears, Rams, we were in on the two-team teaser. And Raiders, Ravens, I put one unit on the under 50 and a half, which looked awesome until the fourth quarter. I mean, what did they score, like 24 points in the fourth quarter or something like that? It was I mean, I, I, I didn't know if the Raiders were going to score all night the way the first half was going. Unbelievable. I got to ask you this. So, far, by the way, for the week, I am up two units. Uh, you are up three units because you also had the 49ers-Washington two-team teaser where you tease Washington up to seven and a half and the Niners down to one. So you got that two-unit, two-team teaser there. So I'm up two units. You're up three units. We are 0-1-1 on our best bets. My question for you, Steve, I'm just not good at totals. I do so much better on sides than totals. Should I just give up on it? What should I do? 
I'm not sure. Um, I think it's better to specialize. So if you're better at sides, just do sides. You know, you brought up a good point. We talked about Washington. We didn't lay one in Washington. We took plus one on Washington on our loser. So we were well ahead of the line move, you know, and the listeners might not like this. If I get three points, the better. I know it's through zero, so they're not as valuable. But if I make a bet on a Washington plus one and it loses and my team closed minus two, that's a great bet. I don't care if they lose by 100. If I can beat the closing line by three points in the long run, I assure you those bets are gold. Um, all right, let's move on to this week uh, because I want to get your thoughts, of course. We'll start with Thursday night. The Washington football team is hosting the Giants. They're laying three points. The total is 40 and a half. All right, I'm going to look to the first half on this game. The total, it's still coming up in some places, but it uh, should be 20 to 20 and a half. It's not up at DraftKings yet. I don't know how we want to grade this. But I like the first half under 20 and a half. I think it's going to be slow starting, divisional game, both offenses behind the defenses, backup quarterback. It's going to be 10-3 at the end of the first half. I like first half under two units. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go with you on that. I like your logic. You know, if they say the total is 40 and a half, you know, I guess the, the the first half total would always either be 20 or 20 and a half, right? Yeah, usually 20. Okay, got it. Um, all right, the next game, and I, I don't even have a lean there, to be honest with you, Steve. I, I, I don't know what to expect from either one of these teams yet, whether it's Heineke or the Giants. Let's move on to Sunday at 1. The Eagles are hosting the Niners – and the Niners are laying three and a half. The total is 50. Going to lean Niners. You know, hey, the Eagles lovers are bashing me on Twitter, and they should be. I was down on Hertz. He looked great. So kudos to them for a fine game. The defensive and offensive lines look great, as do the skill position players. But the Niners, this is what they're best at in the NFL, playing back-to-back games on the East Coast. 2019, stayed in Youngstown, Ohio, annihilated the Bengals. 2020, two games against the New York teams, stayed at the Greenbrier in West Virginia. That There's some good football facilities there, Ross, because they crushed the Giants. They're staying at the Greenbrier again. If you believe in history repeats itself, you're going to like the 49ers with that team bonding week that they're all spending together, a lean Niners. Interesting. I didn't even know that. Um, and guess what? I still don't care. I still don't care. Two units on the Eagles. I like the three-and-a-half number. Their O-line and D-line are really good, and that place will be going nuts. I don't know if they win the game outright, but I think it's a toss-up game either way. Anytime I feel like it's a toss-up game and I'm getting more than a field goal, I'm taking it. Let's move on to the Bills and the Dolphins, Steve. Interesting game. The numbers, my power ratings say we got to bet the Dolphins, but I got to be honest – the Dolphins were very fortunate to beat New England last week, and the Bills a little unlucky with some stuff that happened. They did win the stats against Pittsburgh. Given that, and the Bills needing the game now much more at 0-1, I'm going to pass the game. Right. The Dolphins are getting three and a half points, and the total is 48 and a half. I'm going to put one unit on the Dolphins. They were fortunate. 
I like their defense. I do think the Bills will bounce back. But again, it wouldn't shock me if the Dolphins won the game or kept it close. Just one unit on Miami getting three and a half. The Texans and the Browns. Now, this is one I was talking about. It was Browns laying 12 and a half. Now it's the Browns laying just 12. The total is 48 and a half. I have no idea what to make of the Texans' great performance against Jacksonville. I got to see another game. I'm going to pass this game. I'm rolling with the Texans again, uh, and I'm going to do it with two units. That is a lot of points in the NFL, 12 points. Now, I like 12 and a half more, but 12 points is a lot. I think the Texans have momentum after that first game. I think they've got a professional roster and a professional quarterback. I think they lose. I think they probably lose by 10. But I will take the 12 points with the Houston Texans for two units. Let's keep it rolling. Actually, you know what? I'm going to keep the same theme of the Eagles, of the Texans, of my hair. Because two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. And there are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. I take both. I'm a Keeps customer. Have been for a while. Look, I had a doctor tell me about the two FDA-approved medications before Keeps even existed. And I was already taking them. The topical that you rub on your bald spot and then the pill. Now, though... It's all virtual, doctor. It's all online. It's all amazing. No doctor's visits, no picking it up, sent right to your house. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash even money to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash even money to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash even money. What about the Rams laying three and a half at the Colts, Steve, with the total of 47 and a half? What's interesting about this game is the Colts obviously not nearly as good as we thought, but during the summer, the Colts were the favorite in this game. They were laying two on the look ahead line. So, boom, now they're not just a dog, they're a dog of more than three points. So, I'm going to certainly lean to the Colts, but you know what? I'm not doing it. I don't trust Carson Wentz. There's nothing fluky about that Seattle beatdown against the Colts. And frankly, um, the Rams, that offense, it looked spectacular. And you got to wonder if maybe the Rams aren't a, you know, shouldn't be a right at the top of the list of Super Bowl contenders now that they have that really good defense and a legitimate top 10 quarterback in Stafford. Just a little. By the way, I, I don't think I've mentioned this in a while. I would lean to the Colts. I like getting that three and a half. I like that number. That's a tempting number for me. I'll lean to the Colts with the Rams playing Sunday night and the Colts bouncing back. But I can't I can't roll with Wentz and the Colts with what I saw. Um, I should mention, by the way, um, patreon.com slash RT Media. Our guy grades posts the bets that we make on this show so you guys don't have to write them down while you're driving or while you're working out or whatever. So if you want to see the bets that are just made on this show, patreon.com slash RT media. Let's get to the Raiders and the Steelers. It's in Pittsburgh. Steelers are laying five 
Total is 48, Steve. So this is an obvious bet. Uh, the power ratings will say the number's correct. I like the Steelers. Two units. Uh, Steelers, a little bit of a phony win against Buffalo, but a solid performance. This is all about fading the Raiders, tear down the goalposts. All right, they didn't really tear them down. But they opened up the first game with, with crowds. Overtime win, Monday night football. Half of the Raiders, Ross, were documented blowing a point. 016 or higher before they went to sleep last night. And some of them haven't even gone to sleep yet. They're still partying. The Raiders are an undisciplined, not trustworthy bunch of a team in a short week with an early start time. I can see them absolutely laying an egg. Remember when they went to Atlanta and lost by about 100 last year? That could happen this week at Pittsburgh Steelers, two units. I'm going to join you on this one. It's just one unit um, because I don't have quite as much faith as you do, but I'll go one unit on the Steelers minus five for a best bet for a lot of the same reasoning you put out there. The best bet. Steve, just to clarify, so I hope people real, you were joking about the blood alcohol, correct? No, I'm pretty, I think it's pretty accurate. (laughs) <laughs> they weren't driving, Ross. They were just partying. All right. Let's go to the Patriots and the Jets. It's at the Jets. The Jets are getting five and a half. The total is 42 and a half. Yeah, I don't trust the Jets against Belichick and New England off of a win, a game they should have won. Eh, bad fumble luck against Miami. So New England's going to win. And if they're going to win, they're probably the right side to cover, I'll lean New England. I would lean New England as well. Jets are kind of falling apart, man. I mean, they lose Becton. They lose LaMarcus Joyner. They had a bunch of injuries coming into the year. When you don't have a great roster to start and then guys are dropping like flies, it's not a good look. How about um, your Cincinnati Bengals, Steve? Getting two and a half points in Chicago against the Bears, total of 45. Yeah, at three, I could consider looking at the Bengals, but frankly, at two and a half, I would actually lean Bears. Bears are the 0-1 team, desperate, and the Bengals fat and happy at 1-0. So the spot favors Chicago. The power ratings uh, pretty much make it close to about a 2.75. Lean Bears. I'm a, I'm a Bears lean as well. Um, I'm tempted to put a unit on there. I'm not going to do it. I'm a Bears lean. Broncos, Jags, Broncos laying six in Jacksonville, total 45 and a half. So I'm supposed to bet Jacksonville here. On a look-ahead line, I bet the Broncos minus two and a half. And now the line's six. So it's overreaction Tuesday that these lines have moved so dramatically. But I can't get over watching Urban Meyer on the sideline. And dude looks like he took the money and does not want to be there. And I wonder about the chemistry between the coaches and him, between him and the players. This could be just a disaster. But given that, I can't bet the underdog here. I pass. Is it terrible if I lay the six with Denver, do you think? It would have been better to lay the two and a half. I know, but that's not what we do for the show. For the show, we do what it is right now. Yes, it's terrible. It's terrible. 
Okay. All right. I'm not laying the six with Denver. I was very, very tempted, but uh, I'll just say this heavy lean Denver by what I saw from those two teams. What about the Vikings getting four and a half in Arizona with a total of 51? So I was going to bet the Vikings. I'm only going to lean to the Vikings because I went back and when I watched Arizona and their win, wow, that team looks so good. And the Vikings with four penalties in the first eight plays, stupid Kirk Cousins refusing to get his shot and dividing the locker room and the like. I don't want a team that's having chemistry problems. And Arizona is all in to win this year. I'll actually flip it and I'll lean Arizona, the much, the significantly better team. I'm going to put a unit on the Vikings. Um, I, I think four and a half is a pretty big number. I thought these teams were even coming into the season. So, you know, to me, they're both about nine win teams. So to be laying four and a half, I'll take that number and try not to overreact to week one. The Falcons are getting 12 points from the Bucks. Total is 52, Steve. So when a team stinks week one, grain of salt, don't overreact. However, when a team stinks throughout the preseason, like Atlanta did, and no team played worse than Atlanta with a brand new head coach, and then they stink week one, they probably just really stink. I get it. There was optimism. Atlanta had all these close losses last year. They went 4-12. and 12. They probably should have gone 7-9. and nine. While this team's looking a lot more like they're going to go four and thirteen this year, it's a ton of points. I want no part of Atlanta with, based on what I saw. I pass. Cowboys are getting three points from the Chargers with a total of fifty-five and a half. I think we have to bet the Cowboys here. Cowboys plus three, two units. What percentage of the fans in Southern California will be Cowboy fans? I'm going to set an over/under, Ross. Eighty percent comment on that in two units cowboys interesting um you're probably right i i would imagine that there's certainly more cowboys fans there than chargers fans i don't like lyle collins being out i don't like michael gallup being out the lyle collins being out and steel in there going against joey bosa i can't do it i i just can't do it. i think the chargers are the better team but the Cowboys getting extra time, all that stuff. It's just a lean to the Cowboys for me. What about the Titans getting five points from the Seahawks with a total of 54? Titans, another team that I think showed their colors week one. They're not nearly as good as we expect. And I can't help but think, you know, whenever this AFC South is playing the NFC West, maybe I should just back the better division, man, because it's just not – reflected enough in the in the numbers how much superior these NFC West teams are a lean Seattle it's a lean to Seattle for me as well but I'm not ready to be laying five points yet with them before we get to the Sunday nighter and I'll be there Steve in the booth for West of one and the Monday nighter people should know that picks wise what's the number one app for sports betting picks from a team of trend watching data devouring sports fanatics giving you the who how and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth analysis on every game all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest sportsbook promotions to sign up for an account, compare the odds, and finally place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 
gambler. The Ravens are getting three and a half against the Chiefs Sunday night, Steve. Okay, so it's very interesting. The dynamic here is that week one, Kansas City was laying four and a half against Cleveland. Now Kansas City's laying a pretty close number, three and a half against Baltimore. Who's better, Cleveland or Baltimore? Well, I do think Cleveland's better, but just by a smidge. But this point spread is almost identical from last week. But now Kansas City's on the road. Kansas City was home last week. So if you wanted to bet against Kansas City, you should have done it last week um, when in, in the game against Cleveland. And if you wanted to bet on Kansas City, but now betting Kansas City, oh my goodness, the point spread tax is so high because Baltimore underachieved on Monday night football. And I get it. Baltimore's injured and it is somewhat of a short week going from Monday night to Sunday night football. But now that we move through the three and I'm catching three and a half, I got to play an injured Ravens team plus three and a half, two units. I'm going to join you on that one. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous about it because the Chiefs have had the Ravens number, but I've got some faith in the Ravens. It's only a one-unit bet for me. Baltimore plus the three-and-a-half, best bet. The best bet. Finally, Steve, the Lions are getting 11 points against the Packers. Monday Night Football totals 48. Well, no part of the Lions, and I can't trust Green Bay. I'll lean over because I've got to feel that the Packers are going to put 30 up on the Lions. So uh, just to lean, and probably in terms of prop bets, um, how many interceptions is Goff going to throw? I'll bet a prop bet I think it's probably going to be like minus 170. Yes, Goff throws an interception. You know, I really think the Packers' defense is not good. And uh, I think they made a terrible decision to switch coordinators. And I think the Packers will put up a bunch of points against a bad Lions defense. 48 is a pretty high number. I'm going one unit over 48 in that game. I think that that game gets into the 50s. So one unit on the over 48 for me for the uh, Packers and the Lions. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, one hundred nine with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires twenty five times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 